peace, y'all, and welcome to another episode of On Shuffle with me, Cindy Lee. Today, I wanted to talk a little bit about pronouns. Uh, Just a couple of days ago, it was International Pronoun Day. So this was 2019 when I'm recording this, and International Pronoun Day for 2019 was October 16th. Uh, For those who missed it, no worries, because we can talk about pronouns every single day. Yay. And also, if you're really trying to be in support of International Pronoun Day, um, 2020 will be, uh, I believe, October 21st. Yes. So October 21st. So get that in your iCal, your Google Calendar, whatever it is that keeps you on the money as far as um, awareness days. So, you know, I'm not putting my English teacher hat on because I don't got one. But in terms of pronouns, we use pronouns in everyday life, right? And for a lot of us, especially the way that I was raised and how I was socialized, right? I didn't just come out the womb and be like, what are your pronouns, right? So for a lot of us, we are conditioned to gender every freaking thing, um, even in inanimate objects. And pronouns. So pronouns don't really have a gender, even though that can be argued and we can argue about that if you want. Um, Pronouns don't have a gender. Gender is in your head. I can totally have a whole other episode around breaking down what gender means and my school of thought and my belief around gender. But let's just focus on pronouns because... um, For some of you, you may just be meeting me. So I'd like for us to lay the groundwork and have a sturdy foundation around how we can address one another in ways that are respectful and affirming, regardless of how someone perceives someone. So with pronouns, like I was saying before, a lot of folks gender pronouns and they say, okay, these are these are man or boy pronouns and these are women or girl pronouns. And that leaves a lot of folks out, which in my opinion is trash, right? We're trying to be um, come to a place of being inclusive and respectful of all types of folks. And look, I totally get it. When I was younger, I was raised in the binary too. And that basically means like there's only two things, right? It's only black and white. It's only uh, men and women. Or for so many folks, we were using male and female. And mm, uh, that has a little bit of like a medicalized connotation to it. So I tried to veer away from those. So yeah, so pronouns... Um, And the purpose for International Pronoun Day is just for that, for awareness, right? So that we can continue on this and respect and share and educate folks about personal pronouns. And I say personal pronouns to also give the FYI that for some of us um, who first started learning about pronouns, hmm, I want to say probably like five or 10 years ago. Some people might still even be using it now, but people were using PGP to mean uh, preferred gender pronouns. And even though that's, you know, there's there's good intention to that, um, sometimes because language is very powerful, sometimes preferred gives the connotation that it's a choice and there are options around pronouns and for some folks there are but for a lot of folks it's not a choice it's not a preference it's 
the mandate, right? Like this is how you address me if you want to communicate with me in ways that are respectful and that are going to, you know, engage me as a as a freaking human being. So, like I was saying before, other people, you know, they make assumptions around gender based upon what they think they're seeing. And we gender people so often, right? We look at somebody and we'll be like, we think that's a blank, right? Like a she or a he, oh, or we're not sure or whatever the hell that means. And for all of us, we view uh, femininity and masculinity differently. And rather than make an assumption and potentially be harmful to somebody, it's, I think, pretty easy to just ask somebody what their pronouns are the same way that we ask folks what their names are. I would love to see this be a common practice, right? Like a standard thing that we do that is not that real. Uh, Some people feel a way about that and that's cool. Uh, Well, it's not cool to me, but I'm like, do you? Like, I can't tell you what to do. Um, But I can inform y'all for folks who want to be inclusive and want to be respectful of all folks, right? Whether they're men, women, gender nonconforming, non-binary. There's so many ways that folks can identify around their gender, including cisgender, right? And cisgender, well, we could talk about that when we talk about gender, but cisgender is basically uh, folks who are their gender identity is in alignment with their assigned sex at birth, right? So a baby comes out wherever it comes out and doctors look at their crotches as if that's the only way to determine someone's uh, sex and then make the assumption that based on how they determine the sex that their gender identity should be a particular way. And that's not always the case. And without getting too hard and heavy around that, I just wanted to shed some light around that. So like I said before, for example, my pronouns are she and they. I am comfortable with using those. Can they change in the future? Absolutely, right? That's the beauty and power of being able to decide for yourself what pronouns are used. Some folks use they and them exclusively. Some folks use different words. Some folks create their own pronouns because language is fluid and malleable and can work in the ways that we make it work because we have the deciding power, right? So many folks will be like, but that's not in the dictionary. There was a lot of shit that wasn't in the dictionary and it is now and where you think that came from, right? That came from us utilizing it and making it a part of our language, our lexicon, our jargon. So I remember back in the day when I was younger, Bootylicious wasn't in the dictionary, And it got in the dictionary. And people felt the way about that when that is a whole other reason probably why they felt the way. Things like staycation weren't in the dictionary. A side note, because I told you my ass is on shuffle. The dictionary Merriam-Webster has this really cool online thing. You go to merriam-webster.com slash time traveler with a hyphen between time traveler. And I could put this in the show notes that are going to be on my website. But it's basically you could pick a year. So a lot of people are picking the year that they were born and you could find out what were some words that were introduced that year. So that like their first time that they popped up up in the year. So for me, I was born in 1984 and I thought it was really interesting. Some of the words that were here, some of them I have no idea. But when I look up 1984, that's the first time that womanism is introduced to the dictionary 
sriracha, bicurious, laptop, so things like that. So basically, words continue to get used and reused and morphed, and we're in charge of what is seen and can be considered a word. So I say that because so many folks had so much beef around folks using they and them as a singular pronoun. Um, when there's lots of instances where they and them has been used. And again, why does it matter? Like if somebody wants to be referred to as they and them, why can't we respect that? We've respected so many folks with so many other nicknames and ways to be called and symbols. Like what's the problem? And like, are you really hurt by that? Like what is your bone of contention around respecting people and their pronouns? Pronouns, international pronoun day utilize them it's really easy ask somebody their pronouns some folks are gonna be like what do you mean what my pronouns are I don't know do you need a lesson on pronoun like we can have a conversation about that if that's if you're a type of person that's into like putting their educator hat on but just like you asked your name what's pronoun use and with that you know some of us it's still a habit for us to unlearn some of the conditioning around gendering people and assuming people's pronouns based on what we think they look like and that's not cool but it's a fixable thing so I can't dictate how someone's going to react to something like that because you may have not been the first person to do it that might be something that's really activating for them but I think the key thing the the take-home message around what happens if you like misgender someone is you apologize and you keep it pushing right do not make it about you so that the person has to like hold your emotions and contain you around the fuck up that you did right you take you take the l right and l's are always lessons not losses you take the l you say you're sorry you correct yourself and you keep pushing and you could continue to put the effort in to respect folks for their pronouns and whatever y'all this this can be this can be super complicated and it doesn't really need to be so i'm gonna put some resources made available to you if this is your first time using pronouns or talking about pronouns um again this shit wasn't something that i knew about either when i was younger there was less exposure to having these conversations outright lately i've been teaching my young people and my adults and in my experience, a lot of folks seem to have some type of awareness around it. And those that don't, they either get it or they don't get it, right? Like a lot of folks try to tie this to their own values. And if one of your values should be respect, then it should classify under that, right? Like you should be able to respect folks and appreciate folks for their humanity. And part of that includes acknowledging them and honoring their pronouns, whatever they are. So I'll put some resources up about pronouns. There's a bunch of really helpful resources that are out there in the world, like what to do or how do you practice this, right? Because again, this is not something that all of us are normally into. And some of us don't care, right? Like some of us are like, fuck gender, use whatever pronoun you want. And that's cool. Just be conscious that if you're someone who has more dominant identities and you're like, oh, use whatever, that there's privilege in that. Because some people want to be uh, acknowledged and affirmed for the pronouns that they want and aren't respected because of whatever somebody else perceives their gender to be. So understand that there's privilege in being able to say, you know, say whatever you want to me in some instances. Right. Other instances, it's because they literally are like, 
use whatever. And with that, having a conversation around pronouns made me think about gender. It made me think about how a lot of us are so hung up on gender. And I feel like I'm going to have to have like a whole other episode around gender specifically as much as I can talk about it. And But what popped up in my head when I was thinking about having this conversation for this episode is songs, right? Because my ass is on shuffle on the regular. So one thing that popped in my head, I don't know if you remember, it was a couple of years ago. It was like four years ago. Childish Gambino. I'll put the link up so that you can see it. But he did a cover on some radio show or some satellite radio show. And he decided to cover Tamiya's So Into You. And what was striking about the recording and him doing the cover is that you know, if you've heard Tamiya's So Into You song, it's her talking about some potential boo who was, who is a man, right? Uses masculine pronouns. Well, Childish Gambino, also known as Donald Glover, didn't change the pronouns at all. Didn't change the gender factors in the lyrics at all. And some people were like blown away by that. But like, it's, a song and he was digging the song and it resonated with him and it's a song that he loved when he was younger and he didn't want to make any changes to it and no one died y'all nothing happened I actually find that appealing he was able to sing the song without worrying about oh if I sing it like this people are gonna assume that I'm gay which is a whole other thing right these assumptions based on the confusion between like sexual orientation and gender and how we think that all of them are aligned in these particular ways, right? Like people think that sex equals gender or people think that if their gender is questioned or if something like singing a cover song without changing the pronouns would mean that you are attracted to other men or that you're gay or whatever so anyway that's what came up for me in my head without going into like these long tangents because I could talk about gender all fucking day because the things that gender or like the social construct of gender like the way that gender is imposed on us really fucks with us in a lot of different ways but I think I'm gonna save that for another episode So thank you for listening. Please, if you have any questions, shout them out to me. You can find me on all the things at my full ass government at Cindy Lee Alves, A-L-V-E-S, not Z, y'all. So yeah, let me know what you think. If you have any additional questions, I'll be sure to answer them on probably most likely Instagram, but on some type of social media platform or on my actual website at CindyLeeAlves.com. So yeah, thank you for listening. Please tune into the next episode. I'll check y'all later. Shimmies for now.